Hello and welcome back to Upilile, the podcast. You're chilling here with Zamuhlem Lifa. And as always, I am overjoyed. I am thrilled. I am honored to be serving you in this moment because you guys know that my favorite form of art is the art of conversation. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you to the people who are listening to this for the very first time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the family. And to the people who have been riding along with me, thank you, thank you, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you from the moon. From here to the moon and back. Um, so you guys know that I've been talking a lot about obedience um, as something that I've been dealing with in this season. Trying to obey what I know I've been called to do regardless of responses and things of that nature. So I'm working on obedience at this moment. And I thought, hmm, in my working on obedience it's it can't be a solo journey for me because what we usually do is that we usually have issues that we're dealing with and we just stick there by the corner and we deal with it alone but i was thinking would say i'm one of those people who holds the belief that in your friendship circle you can't be in a friendship circle where people don't challenge you in different directions so in your friendship circle it's important to have people who are doing better than you it's important to have people who have more knowledge in certain spheres than you do so that whenever you hit a certain roadblock in a whatever season it is you're going through you have people to help pull you out of that through advice through how they've succeeded through how they're doing better in that particular sphere that you might be struggling in so as i thought about this whole obedience thing i looked at my friends okay or many who are doing well currently in their lives who do i feel like are people who are working hard achieving whatever it is they've been called to achieve in the season and what can i learn from them as individuals so as i was thinking as i was thinking as i was thinking i've got an amazing group of friends i've got an amazing group of sisters i thought of a friend and i was like Oh my gosh. Um I think Nelly would be able to really help me out with this season that I am or this issue that I'm dealing with in the season because she is doing so well and I really feel like she's one of those people who are working hard, working hard and the hard work is paying off for her. So I was like, okay, let me hit up Nelly and yeah, how is the girl doing this, you know? So um, I'd be able to download whatever it is that should speak into me. And needless to say, it is a good move on my call. So I'll have Nelly join us. We've started having this conversation. I'll let you guys listen into our conversation. That's what it's going to be because she's helping me as a friend and hopefully you can gain something from that. So as I asked her, the question that I asked her, an actual fact was what lessons has she learned and mastered over the past two, three years? And this was her response. The first thing was praying. The second thing was deciding what you want and going for it. The third thing was not leaving your life to chance. The fourth thing was being confident and kind to yourself. The fifth thing was loving people. Love the people you love boldly without withdrawal. And the sixth thing was or the last thing was be kind and assertive so we'll go, we're going to be speaking about those things we're going to be discussing you guys are basically going to be tuning into her sharing with me hopefully me getting into a better space in the season it's very important to reach out to your friends it's very important to have friends that are doing better than you as i already said in certain spheres so that when you need 
a rope or a life-saving jacket. You know, there is someone who has that knowledge that can give you that knowledge and you are able to grow, right? So let us welcome Uneli Zata. Okay. Hi, Nelly. How are you? Hi, Mama. I'm very well, thanks. How are you? I am good. I haven't spoken to you in such a long time. Okay, for the people who are listening, please share with us who Nelly is. Hi, everyone. So, I am Nelly Zata. I am Zana's high school friend from grade 8, grade 9. Um, we retained our friendship over the years, became varsity friends, and now adult friends, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I am a CSA in training, and I have studied a BCom degree and a postgraduate BCom degree. And um, yeah, I'm a young adult. I'm finding my feet. I'm doing my best. Okay. So the conversation between me and you was about me struggling with a couple of things in the season of my life. And I wanted to reach out to a friend whom I knew was doing well, you know, in this, in, in this young adulting phase of ours. And I wanted to, to have that person pour into me as in, what are they doing right that I am not doing right? Or where am I missing the mark? Things of that nature. So when I asked you, Enna, what, what, is it that you have learned in the season or in the past two or three years that you have learned and mastered? Do you remember the points that you shared with me? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. So the first point that you shared with me is prayer, right? Yes. So I want to know how did you get to that conclusion, for you to be on this journey, for you to get what it is that you're getting, um, to attain success, prayer was a fundamental component how did you get to that conclusion so i'm going to so um as you know um and for the listeners at home i'm a christian i've been raised a christian i've always been a christian um and i have believed in prayer however it is only in the past couple of years that i've actually found myself in impossible situations where Mm -hmm. The only thing that I could do was get on my knees and pray. The only thing I could do was get on my knees and pray. And obviously, when you get up from prayer right there and then you don't see anything. Yes, mm-hmm. you might feel lighter, but the situation doesn't change immediately. And then it's only weeks, months, years later where you look back and you say, actually, I do not know how that happened. Mm-hmm. It could only be God. It could only be my prayers and my cries for it. So for you guys, um, for the listeners at home, Uzam and I both study physics. So mm-hmm. there is a law in physics. It's the, each action has an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. There's another law that says um, a, an object shall remain stationary or moving at a constant speed unless a third force acts upon it. Mm-hmm. Newton's first then, law. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But the Kurumela Labo 
abanga kolwa in Christianity or in any religion. Or maybe they go to a rough patch and even if you no longer believe in the Bible verse 80, um, what it says, what is it? Let it turn as I have faith. With the faith of a master seed, you'll say, move to the yeah, mountain. Yeah, move the Yes. So for something to happen in your life and for something to change in your life, you have to move. Mm-hmm. You have to do something. And that something is going to have to be not only your actions, but also your words. Mm-hmm. Because also, by Benini, when God created heaven and earth, he created with his tongue. Mm-hmm. He instructed everything. He didn't do anything. He instructed. And if we are made in the image of God, and we have been given dominion over this world, guess what? My words are just as powerful. Mm-hmm. Which is why I can tell the mountains to move and be cast into the sea and it shall be so. So you need to understand that with your prayer and your word and having faith to back them up is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, I, I, I had quite a difficult and challenging day where Murphy's Law came to play. Murphy's Law is anything and everything that can go wrong will go wrong. <laughs> yeah. And... To the point where um, the only thing that I could do was kneel. I knelt Nakala. There was nothing I could do because I got to a point where I, I was just like, Lord, I don't know what the hell is going on. I got down, trying to come up with a pity ligament. A pity ligament. Mm-hmm. And I have never felt so much lighter. Even all of the fires that were burning burned slightly there. Mm-hmm. The situation was the result within an hour or half an hour. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what shifted. It's almost like there was a shift in the universe. So I don't know. Um, I don't know how it works, mm-hmm. but I do know that it is a universal law that your words mean something and they are very important. And I particularly think that it's even more important to direct your words towards God. Yeah. This is the question I now have, right? For me, I sometimes have this difficulty, Oguti. Things need to get really bad. You know when you know what you're supposed to be doing, but you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like, I know. You know when you've been raised up in a certain home, you know you're supposed to pray. You know, you know it is ingrained in you. Okay, when things are getting rough, or even not even when things are getting rough, that prayer should just become a part of your life, a part of your routine. Um, yeah. having those conversations with God on a regular, you know. Mm. But I don't I don't know. There's something about me that just when especially when things aren't going right, I can pray all good when things are going well. And then when things aren't going right, I just freeze. It's like the strangest thing when you know what you're supposed to be doing, but you aren't doing what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> so I want to know what's in the, on the days when do you have, ever have days when it's difficult to even pray? I have had 
maybe two years mm-hmm. where I didn't, I couldn't pray. Mm-hmm. Um, because you really are great to my only hope. You know she's I can't do it. So um I I have been through that season. I don't remember who it was who gave me this advice and said that you must bring to God. You must bring your whole self to God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes your whole self is an angry self. Sometimes mm-hmm. your whole self is a great self. Sometimes your whole self is a good self. So I then, that's when I actually started I guess having a deep relationship with God where I'm able to go to Him or I, I go to Him even when yeah. Even when I, I I I don't want to particularly speak to him, even when I'm angry, mm-hmm. um, and obviously that 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 prayer is a little more is a little different. Mm-hmm. Over, you are broken. You are now coming to him, and you're saying, "You say I'm your child, and you're letting me. You mm-hmm. say I'm your child, and yet and yet A, B, C, and D is happening, and you're not doing anything about it. You say I must pray to you, and I must have faith." And I have faith and I have prayer and yet you're not doing anything and I know you can do something. Yeah. So I think, but I, I don't know where we get this from, but as Christians, we, we, we bring certain elements of ourselves to God. Mm-hmm. You only want to go to God when you are almost as humanely perfect as you as you see yourself to. Yeah. You want to go to God when you are happy with him when you are gratitude when you have gratitude towards him mm-hmm. or more back but mm-hmm. why do you not go to god when you're angry you know your heart already yeah yes as, as i'm listening to you speak i'm i'm having like such a realization sometimes for me especially when things are really 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 difficult oh. it's not that i'm like i understand i have a very clear understanding of that God can handle me in any state. He's my father. And within a father-daughter relationship, as I would have with my mom, my mom, she doesn't stop being my mom because I'm upset at her or whatever it is. I think sometimes I'm so afraid of the answer because I'm one of those people, I can pray, you know? There was a moment when... um, my 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 brother had just passed on and my grandfather was sick and he, he i think he had like cancer stage 4 a couple yeah. of years ago and i remember and i went on my regular nature walks and i was like okay lord um my grandmother had my brother who had passed on my my dad's younger brother who was in jail and my grandfather was the only remaining person yeah boy and I pleaded with God. I was like, God, please, 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 please. It will really break her if my grandfather loses his life as well. Yeah, bon. And in that moment, as I said those words, watching Minuya Ham. You know, so I think for me it's it's also that fear of okay, I pray and I come to God. Because this has happened with relationships as well. We have brought forth the relationship to God and God was like, nah. 
And I'm just like, how do you know? So sometimes I also think it's the fear of, okay, I bring it to him. And then I do get that response. Am I in the space to handle the response that I'm going to get? Do you get what I mean? Because sometimes the response is not what we want. So sometimes it's just better to not know what he's going to say and just sit there by yourself and just sulk for a little while rather than going and then it being an unfavorable answer. And then now I don't know if you left off worse or better than before. Well, um, the... Um, Uti, the girl to wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. Mm-hmm. So, there, there are many moments like those. Um, I actually think that most of the time, God's answers are not the answers that you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are not. It's a little deeper. But, you know, bring that to him nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Where else are you going to get strength from? True. You are not going to get strength. You're not going to get courage. You're not going to get um, the ability to go through it um, mm-hmm. without him. Then it's a conversation of, um, listen, if that's if if that's what you're saying, then you need to give me the strength. Mm-hmm. You need to give my grandmother the strength. Mm-hmm. You need something needs to happen. Something needs to happen. If that's your response, then something, you know the situation, you can see it. If you're omnipresent and all-knowing, mm-hmm. you know that it's going to break her, it's going to shatter her. Mm-hmm. So know the ones of that, if you're going to do that either way, what's the plan? How are you going to fix it? Yeah. I, think, I think that imp- yeah. the important word in what you've just said is going nonetheless. You know? Um, because sometimes, you know, you have situations where you you or in an interaction with someone and it doesn't go well or whatever it is. And I come and I come home and I tell my mom, my mom's not going to do anything, but Umazisa makes me feel better. You're born. I've told my mom. So I guess as you're speaking and you're speaking about going to him, nonetheless, that's the image that has been brought to my mind. When you aren't feeling good or you've had a run in with someone and you go tell your mom, you know, she's not going to do anything because my mom's the calm person she is. And she's most probably going to rationalize me out of the situation. Yeah. But I go to her nonetheless, knowing that she's not going to do anything. So I think that's what's resonating with my heart. You just do it nonetheless. You know, if he's your father and you have that relationship, because that's what I try to always do, try to parallel um, my physical relationship with my mom. With yeah. Obviously, God is way mightier and faultless than my mom is. But... That's how I, I learn love because sometimes when you don't have that relationship with the father, sometimes people can project the pain and whatever it is that they felt with the father relationship, their worldly father relationship and parallel that to God. So I feel like because my mom is the healthier relationship, I try to do that. So that nonetheless is really, 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 really sticking to my heart. Okay. I think the second thing that you said was deciding deciding what you want and going for it right yeah okay i get that i get the theory of that. <laughs> i really do yeah well, if there's something there's someone who gets the theory of that it's me i know good see there's this weird phenomenon where you get it for certain parts of your life yeah, everyone 
So, for example, when it comes to working out, I understand. I understand. I don't play games when it comes to working out. I'm there. I, I'm there. Yeah. I don't play with myself. I don't beg myself. It's not even a dialogue. It's something that must happen. But yeah. then there are certain parts of your life where I don't know whether fear has crept in so much where you're like, to, to, no, 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 what's in you fail? Rather than failing, I'd rather not try at all. Mm. Yeah, bon. So then trying to get back into a space of going for it, you know, having whatever it is and going for it becomes very difficult because when you've built that mentality of So how 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 do you break through those cycles of failure, of past experience? And continue to go for what you want. So, um, my first thing is I haven't mastered that. Mm-hmm. I am still learning and teaching myself every day. Um, I'm human. There are a thousand things that I wish I could do and that I know I should do and that I want to do. Mm-hmm. But something, whatever it is, holds me back. One of them is exercise and that's probably just because I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> I'm still psyching myself after the exercise again. But I think that um, it's very important to remain focused and have direction in life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I have this revelation, right, or this belief of if something is in my heart, it's in my heart for a reason. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the universe or in um, the cosmic stars or whatever, it's important. Mm-hmm. It's, and I think that this is, this is a conversation you and I had a few years back where you said to me, you don't know why, but you feel like you should really open a salon in the street mm-hmm. and do Ikanda for the homeless people. Mm-hmm. It's the most random idea I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that. I'm still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> but my the, the thing that immediately kicked me, Uti, Lendo Oishoyo, is so random and so far-fetched and so unthought of mm-hmm. that it has to be important. Mm-hmm. It has to touch someone somewhere. It has to be a missing puzzle piece in someone's life, in someone's journey. Somewhere, mm-hmm. somehow, you're going to cut hair on the street for hobos <laughs> is extremely important. Mm-hmm. It is extremely important. I don't know why. There are a thousand scenarios, but it matters somewhere, and it's a it's a very important thing. So I I do believe that the the ideas and the uh, ambitions that we get we get them for a reason, mm-hmm. and we need to go after them. And unfortunately, maybe it's because of fear, maybe it's because of laziness. We don't know, but it's difficult to do those things. The things that you know you should do mm-hmm. are the most difficult ones. Yeah. They, yeah. So I think it's 
But just to remember that, and um, I think another thing that is very, very important, moving away from the religious and the spiritual, you need to identify your psychological issues and your psychological mm-hmm. challenges. Because for all you know, your fear of failure, it's, it's got nothing to do other than the fact that you were never validated as a child. Mm-hmm. And you need to deal with that appropriately. You need to face that. So the next time you are dealing with fear and you're standing in a room full of people, you have to present something, you feel inadequate or you're scared of failing or whatever, you can remember that actually it's not because I'm incapable that I am scared. Mm-hmm. I am scared because my mother, my father, my grandfather, my guardian, whoever raised me, never told me I was good enough. Mm-hmm. That is what I am scared. That's why, that, that is what is causing these feelings. And thus, therefore, right now, I don't need to pray. I need to go look at myself in the mirror and remind myself of all my achievements. Mm-hmm. I need to go look at myself in the mirror and pick a stance that is going to make me feel strong and powerful and confident. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very important to know where stuff arises in your life. Very important. It is so important. Um, I think that's that's been my, my personal life's work, figuring out where do I get particular mindsets from, you know, because I think one of the biggest lessons I've shared before that um, I learned from university was for such a long period in my life, my worthiness was dictated by what I was achieving. Yeah, boy. Mm, yeah. And my passing and my doing well became a part of my identity, you know, yeah. and I'm smart. Oh, this and that and this and that and this and that. So much so that when I got into a space where I was no longer smart <laughs> or maybe I wasn't grasping concepts or whatever it is in yeah. that season, I kind of battled with who I was because that's yeah. where I've been for such a long time. Yeah, but and then it's like, okay, how do I re-identify myself as an individual outside of being smart, outside of being an academic, outside of being this and outside of being that? Yeah, but the way society deems it to be so important. How do I then become Uzama, you know? Yeah. Without, you know, because, no, no, what's yeah. like, you, like, I remember, I, I was talking to Mr. Ngobo, you remember Mr. Ngobo from his zone? Oh, yes. He oh, Facebooked me. He Facebooked me yeah. and he was like, um, you should pass by and, and bring us some KFC. Yeah, but I guess yeah. in his head he had calculated how long I'd been out of high school. And <laughs> it was time for me to bring them KFC, you know. So I told him, I was like, sir, I'm not done studying yet. And he straight up asked me, how Zama, did you become dumb over the years? And, you know, it's not just what I'd identified myself as, but people who are surrounding me also knew me as a person with a brain or a person who had achieved academically and things of that nature. So it's so hard to then reconfigurate yourself with, okay, who I am to myself and then reestablish who you are to the rest of everyone who thinks you should be a particular way because that's how you've always been. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm I'm just going to interrupt you. You just said something so important. You said that you identified as being smart and the people around you Mm -hmm. saw you as being smart. And it's very important to note the fact that the people around you only thought that you were smart because you. Thought that you were smart. <laughs> I like that. Oh, but, but, 
only thought that you stopped being smart probably because somehow you resonated that. Yeah. You lost that. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. But the second thing, Zama, I think that actually um, I was speaking to a, she's a PhD candidate in psychology. And she says that firstborn children, which you are, mm-hmm. um, your mom, they have, they have this, tendency of being given a lot of responsibility, sure. which you have no school, right? You get given a lot of responsibility. So your identity starts becoming um, associated with what you're doing and how well you do what you do. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you say, you're saying that um, you identified as being smart and your identity was links to how well you do things and how well you progress and how well you do stuff academically. Yeah. But actually, not even academically, I think all around, you try to excel and overachieve everything. So, um, that's not that links to anything, but that is a commonality amongst all firstborn kids. Mm-hmm. It's not uncommon to you. Mm-hmm. And this Losing your identity, I also experienced the same thing uh, when I went to university. Mine is slightly different. Um, I come from a sheltered home. Mm. I've stayed with my parents. Um, I'm the last born. I, I stay with my parents, my very conservative Christian parents. Ekaya, till today, Fanny before the street lights are out. And for everybody at home, I have been, I've left the house. I left the house about six years ago. Yeah. Um, I now have my own car. I've been staying alone for almost six years. Mm-hmm. I'm very independent. So it does not make sense why suddenly when I go home, I'm not allowed to come back after the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but those are the type of people my parents are. To the point where my mom, my parents are, are my mom is, is such a helicopter parent to the point where she notices that your bed has a creep. She notices that you are stressed. And even though you're not speaking about it, she knows what you The only thing that will get you out of it is KFC wings. And mind you, Zama, she's done this before. Mm-hmm. We, I was a teenager. We had a fight. I didn't talk to her. And then, oh, I'm going to see my wings. I'll beg up here with that And the rest is history. But... When I then came to varsity, it became very difficult to find my identity or who is Lily. Outside, mm-hmm. I've been, and I was, I tried my best. I was almost, not the perfect daughter, but I tried my best to please my parents. Everything that I did, you know, um, I kept my parents in mind. So now that I'm out of that environment, what am I? Who am I? What do I like? What, mm-hmm. what 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 do I like? Um, do I really like a clean room, or was my room clean because my mom told me to clean? Yes, I, <laughs> that's a very important <laughs> question to ask when you live alone. Do I actually are. like cleaning? <laughs> I know, me too. Mm-hmm. I've, I've discovered that I actually need a clean space, but I had to leave my room to be messy for a few months to discover that. Mm-hmm. Um, do I do I like People, am I extroverted or am I introverted? And naturally, I'm an introvert, but am I an introvert because I'm an introvert or am I an introvert because I wasn't allowed to leave the house? Such important questions. Such important questions. Extremely important. So, 
And the, 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 the losing your identity happens. Mm-hmm. And it's a painful, painful, painful process to reestablish yourself. And I think that once you've lost your identity, um, you spend the rest of your life rebuilding and rediscovering and reinventing yourself. Mm-hmm. And at first, it's a painful process. But I think that the older that you get, the older you get, the wiser you get. Mm-hmm. The more you learn about yourself, the more comfortable you are in your own space. Yeah. The easier it becomes. Because suddenly you realize, okay, Uzama is allowed to like a messy and a clean room. It depends mm-hmm. on the day. I don't care where I put my top. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a if it's if it's if it's one of those weekends where I'm staying in and um, I just need to recuperate. I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. If I have been working from home during COVID lockdown and all I've been doing is sitting within the confines of four walls, being get last. Best you believe when I leave the house, I'm going to be very extroverted. Mm-hmm. So it it takes time, it and takes it's a natural time. process that we shouldn't be fighting. Yeah, uh, something you said that's so important. I think that really grabbed onto me was um the fact that people believe you are who you are because that's what you tell them. That is so important because enjoy the I mean I have this difficulty where I understand things in a particular sphere. And then when it comes to another sphere, all of a sudden I don't get it anymore. Because I've always been a hair person, you know? And People are like, oh, in the season, Iakfanela or in nan 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 go bang go bang go bang go. Masing it's in No, it's because I've just taught people who would my hair is going to be pink, and you are going to be okay with it. My hair is going to be white some other day, and you're going to be okay with it. That is what I am telling people, and that is what. And over time, that's what people come to accept. You know, but because that's how you have taught them you are, you know. So yeah. if you've given people a narrative, then obviously, I guess, then you can change the narrative. <laughs> but okay, this is who I was in this season, and now this is who I am. Because I think the perfect example for for me in my life was that for a very long time, it, it, like in UK, as a hairstylist. So mm. I was doing, I was doing hair and yeah. that was me for a very long time. And I started a YouTube channel, decided it wasn't for me. I left it alone. And I thought, Hmm, I want to talk about something that's important to me, you know? And then people were kind of confused, you know, because it's, yeah. you were telling us about hair dyes and all of this thing. Yes. And all of, a sudden, yes. into death <laughs> and all of this and that, where is that from? But because I said, this is who I am now. People have no option, but to, Except that, that is wow. Girl. They don't. Um, people, people always re- reciprocate and respond mm-hmm. to the energy that you bring out. Yeah. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. The law of attraction. You bring out confidence. People have confidence in you. Mm-hmm. Um, you bring out the fact that you're a hairstylist today. People are going to. They're going to respect you as a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. You come back tomorrow and you're an academic, you're going to be an academic. Come back the next day and be a psychologist or be a philosopher or whatever it is you want. That is what you're going to get out of the universe. Yeah. And 
it's so unfortunate that as human beings we find so we find it so hard to tap into that power. Since we're on this Newton's law vibe, right? Yeah. There was this whole notion, you would um I think this was the second law. I wasn't I'm not sure because yeah. I haven't done physics in a really long time. But Ogoti, when you're going to move an object, you have to you have to have a greater force than the weight of the object, right? So yeah. I'm be moving it at a from a larger standpoint than the actual car so that the car can actually move, right? Yeah. So I can pretend to be pushing the car, but the car is not moving, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like for, for a part of my life, and if you push a car hard enough, it starts to accelerate. We know that narrative and so on and so on. So I want to know, um, as my closing point, for me, I have been pushing the car. To anyone who's walking past, I look like I'm, Pushing the car, but me, okay, there's so much more that I could be doing. How do, you, how do you keep yourself motivated? How do you keep yourself going on a day-to-day basis? Because it's a day-to-day choice. It's okay, I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to show up again. I'm going to wake up today, I'm going to show up for my life again. Because you say in your third point, and I don't, don't leave your life to chance. So I'm guessing, and it must be you, you performing or doing whatever it is you're supposed to be doing and not leaving things to chance. Oh, I mean, if it happens, it happens. How do you show up for Nelly's life every single day? Um, you keep the faith. Mm-hmm. You keep having faith. You, 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 you have faith that you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. You have faith that you're going to get to your destination. Mm-hmm. You have faith that everything else, because you need motivation when it's most difficult mm-hmm. in your toughest days. And when, when, when it is really, really, really bad, that's when you need to have faith that um, it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. It's going to be better. Good times are coming. Better times are coming. There is um, something very, very profound that my sister said to me, which is every single thing in life has a season. Everything changes. Mm-hmm. From the actual seasons that we see, summer, winter, spring, autumn, mm-hmm. um, to the life cycle of any animal, mm-hmm. everything has a season. And it is a season of drought or there's a season of lack or there's always going to be a bad season and there's mm-hmm. always going to be a good season. And when the seasons are good, girl, ride that wave and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Ride it and enjoy it. Um, I used to have anxiety or anxiety feelings when I'm in a good season of how long is it going to last? Yeah. Um, when is the ball going to drop? This feels too good. But Write it. Know that it's a good season. And yes, the bad is coming. But right now, in this moment, you're in the good. Mm-hmm. And when the bad comes, and boy, does it get bad. Mm-hmm. It gets really bad. <laughs> but know that there's a better day. Know that there's a better day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very cliche. And Gangi's Uma used to say this all the time. And Gangi, okay. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you will never understand the depth of that statement until you go through enough seasons in your life to understand mm-hmm. it. 
until you actually learn that that seasons are coming. I don't care who you are, where you are. Won't go to go through shit. Sorry, won't go to go through a bad patch. Yeah. Uh, everybody goes through a bad patch. It gets bad for everybody. Um, but we just go through it. I think what what I'm drawing the most from what you're saying is because in order to go through a good season, go through a bad season, is to be able to identify which season you're in. You know? yes. So accepting every season for what it is, or what's yeah. okay right now, this is there is there must be something I'm supposed to be learning in this moment. You know? yeah. Because I think as I returned home, I was like, okay, this was not a part of my plans in my head. Oh my gosh, apartment, this and that and this and that. Mm. And I was like, okay, and yeah. when you've gone through it and you move on to the next thing, you're like, ah, I see it. You know, I see what yeah. it is I was supposed to learn in that season. So, oh my gosh, before we, we kill people's data, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the conversation continues for us, but the people we kind of have to seal off before people start complaining about their data. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. I cannot share with you how much I needed. I needed, needed, needed this conversation. I appreciate it. I'm just going to tell the viewers at home, right? Um, Before we close off. Um, So, Uzama, I knew her. We became very close in grade nine, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And she was that very annoying angel in my ear who was telling me I need to do well in school I need to study better and I need to be serious about my life and why am I setting my breaks um, chilling? Why am I not in the library? And basically there's a lot of pressure for a poor 15-year-old girl seeing me. <laughs> but it only, I, I, I only realized just how much of an impact it had in that life Mm-hmm. when I was sitting in, was a matric. And for the first time ever, I got academic recognition. Mm-hmm. And the academic recognition didn't even mean anything because I had a bigger goal at that time of the faculty. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a bigger goal and I achieved that goal. And that to me just shows how important it is to have a band in your life who are going to push you. Um, at that time, Zama, you're saying that she needed this conversation. At that time, I needed you. Um, now we're having this conversation and this season of my, of my life and your life, you need me to motivate mm-hmm. you. it'll be vast. give us thing away. So it's, it's, it's so important to have people in your life and people in So, um,
Mm-hmm. Um, life is not easy for everyone. Accept that fact. Move on. Focus. And just get your head in the game. High school musical, guys. Get your head in the game. <laughs> you have said it all. There's nothing more to say. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I honor your time. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your kind words. You are the overwhelmed. <laughs> I am overwhelmed. Thank you so oh. much. Thank you so much. I appreciate this conversation.